Psachim daf lamed zayin. The last line of lamed vav on beis tanarabanu we learned in oifim pas abu be pesach to be beishamai or beishil matirin. The dinner is lefi beishamai. They are not allowed to bake any thick bread on pesach. However, beishil says it's muto. And the havim of the gemara is that the machlekes beishamai beishil is when you have thick bread does become chametz very quickly. And therefore, beishamai says you can't use it because it will become chametz. However, beishil says it's still muto. And the gemara in lamed zayin amalav says bekam pas abu. How much is considered a thick bread? Up to the shear of a tefach, and lefi basil up to the shear of a tefach, you could still use on Pesach, and you don't have to worry that it will become chametz. And Rav Huna brings Urayish, it came mitzina belechem upon tefach. Since the lechem upon him also had to be made out of matzah, as the Torah says, kal mincha shetkriv l'rabis lechem upon him lechimus that lechem upon him cannot be chametz, and it was still able to remain as matzah and didn't turn into chametz, as we know lechem upon him is pasul vitz chametz, like we just said. And Rashi says the term upon him signifies that it was a tefach, since in upon him pachs betefach there is no face. That is smaller than a tefach. But Master of Yeser, of Yeser, Yeser, following Shaila, Lechayim, Armu, Bizrizim, Yerub, Shainim, Zizim, if we say Benegay, Lechem, Apanam, which was made in Beis Midrash by Kayanim and by Beis Garmu, who were very proficient and professional in making these Lechem, Apanam, so therefore they knew how to make sure it doesn't become Chabbats. How could you say that we'll say the same thing, Benegay, or regular Balabas, or regular bakers nowadays, that they're going to be czars? Of course they're not czars, and therefore we'll have to worry that it'll become Chabbats. In addition, Armu, Pasamela, Yerub, Pasamela, if we're going to say Benegay, to pass, of the lechem upon him, which was a dough that was kneaded very well, and like Rashi says, that since it was kneaded well, therefore it doesn't become chametz so quickly. Because you worked on it and toiled on it so much, therefore it holds it back from becoming chametz. As we know, that it needed 500, basically 300 of these kneadings and 500 beatings with a fist. So therefore it was knocked down so well and it was processed so well, therefore you don't have to worry about chametz. Also, if you can say it by dry wood, then you're going to say it by moist wood, which means in the base of Middash, they used to use very dry wood, like Rashi brings down, that he used to bring enough wood for the base of Middash during the summer months, like it says in the Gemara in Times, and at that point, they didn't want to use that wood because it wasn't such good wood since it was much more moist. And therefore, nowadays, when someone's going to be doing it in the house, they're using moist wood, which is not as hot, and therefore, the Chari will become chametz much quicker. In addition, Every day at the base of Middash, they used to be cooking and baking all types of breads and menaches, and therefore the heat was always there and it stayed very hot. However, by a regular balabas that's just making one loaf of bread or one loaf of matzah, then l'chayra is very cool that oven and l'chayra will become chametz much quicker. In addition, in the base of Middash, the tana was made out of metal. Are you going to say a regular balabas because nowadays standard tanarum were made out of earth? We are, and therefore, in any case, should not say that we could compare it to Lechem upon him, and therefore, it doesn't make sense that you'd be able to make such a thick matzah of a tavach. So, therefore, Amr Rabbi Baba, Rabbi Baba responded and said that really the Pshat in the Machlech Beisham and Beisol has nothing to do with becoming Chomets or not becoming Chomets. It has a special din that has to do with Yontiv itself and nothing to do with Pesach because Sheila says, Rabbi Bihur, the Rab, I asked my Rabbi in private, or Rash says potentially the word Bihur means clear. And who is my Rebbe? Rav. Some say, Rabbi Yimbab said from his Rebbe, who was Rav, and Rav said, the Shilu says, Rabbi Biyuchud, I asked my Rebbe in private or clearly, who is my Rebbe? Rabbi Nakalish, Rabbi Hudanasi, my Passover, when it says, uh, there's my place between Basil and Beishamai, but again, a thick pass, pass movement, just referring to a lot of bread at one time. By my color, Passover, why were we calling the thick pass? Because there was a lot of dough at that point. 
that that's why at the point that you were kneading it, there was a lot of dough. But then you made individual loaves, and even if they were thin or it doesn't make difference. It was Pesach or during the year. However, you're making it, but by making it so much, and it was too much for one group of people to eat it. That in this town where we were speaking, in this town I was mentioning the word, Pasmuruba was called Pasava. But this is between Beisham and Beisil has nothing to do with it being very thick bread. It actually could be very thin matzah, and still there would be Bachlekes Beisham and Beisil because there was a lot of bread being baked together. And the Gemara says, My time, what's Beisham and Beisham? And it says it's also, If you can say the reason because you're being tired too much, and a Tirch like Tzarch on Yantar, which according to Beisham you can't do, meaning Lefi Beisil, we notice it in. It doesn't have anything to do with Pesach, even on any day of Yantav. For example, it would be Sukkot and Shavuos, the same thing would apply. So why does the Mishnah over here say that we were referring to Pesach itself? When the story came about, and it was Machlech, Beisham, and Beisol, they were sitting on Yantav and Pesach and discussing this, and that's why they spoke about Pesach. But the same did not apply, and the same Achlech Beisham and Beisol would apply to Sukkot and Shavuos itself. We have a price exactly like that. It doesn't say about Pesach, it says because this Machlechus is a standard Machlechus based on Yontiv, and on Pesach itself, we're not talking about thick bread, because even Beisil would agree that if it's thick, that it would not be good, because we have to be Chayshish for it becoming Chavitz, and the only way you can make Matzah L'Chayr, according to this Gemara, is to have something much thinner than a Tefach. With white bread on Yontav of Pesach, even though it's sifted very well and the flour is therefore a very good chash of flour, it's still going to be Yaitzah with that, and you don't consider that it's not part of and not considered a matzah of Lechem Aini. And also, like we said before, Shenital Kaladra, something which the beauty was all taken out, and Rash said before it's called Paskiva, which is coarse bread, which is whole wheat that has the bran inside it still. And you can also be Yaitzah with these crackers that would decorated on Pesach itself. Now, the reason why we're saying the reason of the Sarek Ramitsyarn is because even though they were decorated, and that is only going to be a Din Bidiavit, because Afal Pisharmu, even though we said, that generally we say, you shouldn't go make these decorated crackers on Pesach itself, which we'll see why in a moment. So, Rabbi Yehuda said that this thing, why do you say that we're not allowed to make these crackers which are decorated on Pesach, that what will happen is that a woman will want to make sure that her bread is perfectly decorated, and therefore she'll take a long time in order to decorate it. And in the time that it takes her, it'll become chametz because she'll leave it added oven for a long enough time to be chametz. So responded first. What's the big deal? Let the woman or let people make it with some sort of a form that will be better keeping and it'll become imprinted in one shot, and you won't. Have to take a long time. Are we going to start making a chilip between different types of people that all people that make these tfusim or make these decorations on these crackers? It could be also, but since you have this special form, therefore it will be mutter to you. Of course, we can't say that since most bakers don't have all of these forms, so therefore we won't make this chilip and we say, like plug, we make it also for everyone. Rabbi Lazarab Tzadik actually has a story that's a little bit different than this, and we actually do make 
make a chul between different types of people. And we say, One time, when he his father of Tzadik into the Ashra and they brought in front of them these wafers that were decorated on Pesach. My father, Abba, my father, didn't the Chum say that you now make these decorated crackers on Pesach? Armelian responded to me, Beni, my son, that even when the Chum made this Xerian and said you now make these decorated crackers, they only asked the bakers, but the regular people that are making their homes, that's not so bad because they're not as particular on the pictures to become that perfect and therefore they don't take as long and therefore it won't become comments. Ikramri, others say it was exactly opposite. This is what he said to them. That the only time we said it's us is only by a regular person because they're not as proficient in it. However, a baker who's professional and they have forms, therefore over there it won't take as long and we were talking in this house of Rebbe Gamil was talking where the bakers were bringing it and that's why it wasn't us. That even when we said you're allowed to make these shrikin, it's only when you're doing it in a wafer, something which is very thin. However, if it's a roll, of course, you're not allowed to do that because that will take too long and it will become chavitz much quicker. And the Gemara will now continue and discuss the dinim of chala and all dinim of chala. When you're going to be chayiv in chala, that's something that will have a din of matzah as well. And if you're going to be part of chala, it's going to be something that's going to have a din that that would be also not going to be able to be used as matzah itself because they're compared to each other. So turn around, hasufkanim, vadushanim, baskritin, bechalas v'maseres, v'hamedumah p'tum in chala. All five of these things are part of chala. Sufkanim are spongy dough type bread. Dushanim are honey bread that was basically some bread that was cooked or fried in in honey. Veskritin were eight wafers. And chalas v'maseres we'll see is pan bread. V'hamedumah is something which was really not based on the first four, but it's something separate, which is truma and chulin that were mixed together. And therefore, the reason why that is going to be part of chala because, like Rashi says, it says turimu trumaksim since over here the truma and the chulim were mixed together and the truma was not bottled in the chulim therefore it's part of the chala because the only way you take off chala is from something that's actually something that is has to be taken off from that you don't have to take off truma anymore but if it's actual truma and it belongs to the kind in any case then it's part of the chala my chala samaseris the Gemari asked what is this chala samaseris that was the fourth item that we just brought down this is the scalded wheat of the balabatim that they used to cook and that is also be part of Menachal. In any case, all four, halal myself is saying the reason why the first four are going to be part of Menachal is because they were baked in a pan. All of these cases were things that were fried in a pan and not baked in an oven. And the only thing that's going to consider lechem, both benegay the din of Chala and benegay the din of Matzah, are things that baked in a bread. However, if it's fried in a pan, it would not be considered lechem at all. Myself is chayav, no. Even if something's fried in a pan, it can still be chayav in Chala. And the reason why these are going to be potter and chala was because they were made in the heat of the sun. The Gemara asks, "Makes I'll bring a raya again for Shlokis." As the Gemara says, "Shalom askritin, asam beofes chayavin bechama p'turin." So we have a mafurish rice, and it brings all these things down and says, "If you made it in a pan, then you chayav in chala. But if you made it in the sunlight and the heat of the sun, you can be potter." So the it seems exactly like Reb Yechon said. Tufter Reb Shlomo Lakish should be a tufter to Reb Shlomo Lakish. Amulu Ulu responds, "Amulu Reb Shlomo Lakish." Reb Shlomo will respond, "Hachamay skin." And here we're talking about that the actual pan and it was a frying pan it's true but you first heated up the pan it was very hot and then you went and you attached the dough to the pan and therefore it's almost exactly like you had it as an oven it's not a pan that was cooled first and therefore afterwards you put it in the dough and that's not as hot and therefore it's not a lechem what would be if you did it the opposite way you actually put the dough inside the pan first 
and then you heat it up. L'chayu will be din. that you would be pot in that case. So the Gemara asks, if that's true, l'chayu should still be a problem with Reish Lakish and Tzibaisa because at a ton of sefer, why does the sefer say that the way you're going to be potter is a sun b'cham b'tun? The only way you potter is if you're made in the sunlight. Then you can be potter. Lift the door. Let's say standard and use it with based on the same facts that we said in the beginning. When do we say that you can be chayik? Only when you heat up the pan and then you attach the dough and you stuck the dough to the pan. If you did the opposite way, then in that case you p'tun. And why do you have to come on to give us the case where you're going to be going and putting it in the sunlight? The Gemara says, this price could go exactly like Rish Lakish as well. The Gemara brings another raya against Rish Lakish. The price says clearly you could be Yaitzah, the mitzvah of matzah on Pesach night with the matzah of Hina. What's Hina? Rashi says that's a lusher of no, it's something that's partially raw. So it's something not completely cooked. Also, over matzah, so you have ilfas and a matzah that's made in a frying pan. So you see again against Rish Lakish because Rish Lakish said before that matzah that's made in ilfas is not chayiv in challah and therefore you should not be able to use it on Pesach night. The Gemara answers, the Torah will talk about a pan that was heated up first and then you stuck the dough to it. So the Gemara says, my matzina, what is this matzina? Like we said, if you break this matzah open, and the strands of dough will not pull from it. So therefore, it's baked enough that it's actually going to break nicely, but it's not baked so much, it's still a little bit raw. So I'm rather, that the din but the game matzina also applies to lechem of taita that will be mutter and it will be kosher for the lechem of all taizas. Dr. Pshita, that's Pashat, Hachalechem Ksiv, Hachalechem Ksiv. Since it says by Pesach and by Matzah, it says the Lashem Lechem, and it says by Lachmitaida also Lechem, so Lachari, if by Pesach it's Mutter, then by Lachmitaida also it's Mutter, and it's Kosh for Lachmitaida. And the Gemara answers to Izzachid, the Shema, you might think, Hail Viksiv, Vihikri Menu Echem, you call Karbat Chumal Hashem, and we turn to Lamed Zion and The Pazak says that you give one out of every ten Matzahs to the Kain. There were 40 Matzahs in Lachmitaida, and the Kain received from the person who brought the Karbat. One lechem that he kept, and the other nine went to the Bible, and the Bible ate it. And Agamara says, that we learn out from over there that you have to give to the Kayan one full loaf of bread, and you can't give him a part of a piece of bread. So the Vahakabata piece of you might think that since over here it's a little bit raw, therefore it's considered like it's already broken because it's easy to break. Kamashwal, and that even though it's easy to break, but since it doesn't pull apart and the strands don't come apart, therefore it's considered shalom, and there's no problem giving it to the Kayan. And the Gemara now asks a question. And we have a long brysa, and at the end of the brysa, we're going to ask the question. We ask Shiloh. We'll explain what Misa means in a moment. But Beishame says you pater on chalo, and Beisil says you chayiv on chalo. The same thing. We'll get to that in a moment. Beishame mechayiv. Beishame says over here you chayiv. If Beisil a patron, so Ezo Misa Ezo Chlita. What's the difference between Ezo and Chlita? Hamisa Kemashagavim Mukloshin. It's talking about when you take flour and they used to throw it into boiling hot water in order to process it. Chlita Mukloshin Shabakavim Kemach was exactly opposite. You had the boiling hot water that they poured on top of the flour. Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yisrael, Mishum Aviv, Zev Zev Uptor. It doesn't make a difference if it was Meisa or Achlita. That both could be part from Chala. Parmelo and some say Zev Zel Achiyim. That both would be Chayiv and Chala. Chamreimim and Chum say Echav Zev Echza. Or some if it was part of Betan Chayiv. That doesn't make a difference if it's Meisa or if it's Achlita. If you made it in a frying pan, it's going to be part from Chala. But you made it in an oven, then it's going to be Chayiv and Chala. The Gemara continues. Betan Kama, Meishna Meisa, Meishna Achlita. Why does Betan Kama say there's a Chalut between? Meisa and Chlita that there was a machlech beishamim beisol and it seems that they're going exactly opposite. Meisa beishamim said pater beisol mechayiv and Chlita beishamim mechayiv beisol pateren. Lachar there should be no difference. Our Rabbi Yehuda Mishmol v'chein Rabbi Yehuda v'tem Rabbi Shmuel Levi. Kemachlech bezu kach machlech 
Bezu, that Enoch Rami, the Machlech is between both, is exactly the opposite, which means that when Beishami says Pato, Bidegeah Me'is, he meant that Bidegeah Echlito, and when Beishil says it's Chayiv, he meant that Bidegeah Me'is and Echlito. Then when the second one said Beishami Mechayim Beishil, it doesn't only mean Bidegeah Echlito, it means Bidegeah Me'is as well. Now, Lechayim, what we just said, seems to be a steer between the two parts of this Brisa, but the Gemara says, the tavern is true, that whoever learned the first part of the Brisa is not the same Mandama that learned the second one. We, we had two different members and two different ideas of what Bishami Basil held. According to the first Mandama, Bishami always says Pata Basil always says Chayib. According to the second Mandama, Bishami is the one who's Machman says it's Chayib, and Basil is the one who always says it's Pata. And this would be in Wadden Adinim where Basil is more Mekel than Bishami. In any case, we had a long Brisa, and now we bring a riot against our Bishami. Katani Mias, we learned his Brisa of Chum, and Chum say, Echad Zeb, Echad Zeb, doesn't make a difference if it's or Chlito, Shasan Bilf is Pata. If you made it in a frying pan, then it's going to be Pata. Betana Chayib, if you made it in an oven, it's going to be Chayib. Tiyufta Rabbechlan, it's a Tiyufta Rabbechlan, because according to Rabbechlan, there's no such din of myself as Pata. Myself is always Chayib. It's only a question if you made it in the sun, then it will be Pata. The Gemara says, Amr Rabbechlan, Rabbechlan says as follows Tanoi, Enechram, it's Machlik Tanoi. The Tanoi, we have a Braisa. Yachim, Isa, Vachluta, Chayom, Machal, you would think that Isa and Chluta would always be Chayib, Machal. I'm a Lemon Lechem, the Tanakama says that it says in the Puzzle Lechem, and something that's made Isa and Chluta are not considered Lechem, and therefore they're going to be Pata and Chala. The only way you can have something that's considered lechem is only something that's baked in an oven. Rabbi Huda says that Meisa and Chluta are pata, and also the Tanakama says that Tamaloyim lechem that you also pata. What's the chil between Tanakama and Rabbi Huda? The Gemara says Allah must be that the chil is myself is the The machlek is what would happen if you made something in a frying pan? Tanakama says myself is chayavin. Tanakama holds that if you made something in a frying pan, it would be chayavin. Like Rash says, this is what Tanakama meant. You would think Meisa and Chalita would be Chayy Bechala. Tamalei Melechem. That's why the pasuk says it has to be Lechem. Mahani Lav Lechem Nenu. And these things are not Lechem. The Kaidim Lishasim before you already pressed it and kneaded them together. Move Vishalom Breisklein. They were already cooked in hot water. Avam Meisa Ilfish Shleinafu El Ar Kravim Hein Lemaisa Tana Velechem Nenu Bechayim. However, Quint Tanakama something like something frying in a pan where you didn't go and boil them first in hot water and you just put them straight into the pan. Then even though they're not in the actual oven, they would still be considered lechem and it would be chayib. And according to Tanakama, it doesn't make a difference. Even if you stuck them on a frying pan and then heated up the frying pan, it would still be chayib b'chala. However, Rabbi Huda was of the opinion that my is pure that my is still going to be pato because ain't lechem el The only way you can have lechem is only if it's baked in a tana. So if it's something that's fried in a pan or if something is boiled with scalding water first, that would also not be chayib b'chala. But the Gemara responds to Rabbi and says, Loy, it's not true. The Kulam, myself, is pure. And everyone agrees, even in Tanakama holds that myself is a pato, exactly like the case of Reish Lakish. And therefore, when we said in Tanakama and Rabbi Huda, they both said, by the case of Isa and Achlita, where you boil the water, it's not considered lechem. In addition, if you put it in a frying pan, it's not considered lechem and you put it from chala. But Bahacha, the case and the Machlaikas between Tanakama and Rabbi Huda is, after you went and you put it in a frying pan, then you went and put it into an oven afterwards, come from the Tanakama. Even though originally you put it in a frying pan, but now put it into the oven, it's still considered lechem, and therefore it will be chayiv v'chala. Rabbi Yehuda Sava in lechem and lechem b'tana. Rabbi Yehuda holds that the only way you can make lechem is only if it's only baked in a tana meikara. Bekiyun meikara la b'tana afia. Since at the beginning you didn't put it in a tana, you first baked it in a frying pan. You still fried it in a frying pan. La lechem would that's not considered lechem. And I'm rather my time. Rabbi Yehuda, where does Rabbi Yehuda know this from? The Chesivin says in the Gate of Pasuk in Bukhukaisa by the Teichah it says v'afu esenosh lechem b'tana echad that 10 women will go and bake their
bread in one tana, and it says lechem ha'ofer b'tana echad kari lechem. The only way you consider lechem is only when you baked it in tana echad in one tana. V'shein ha'ofer b'tana echad in kari lechem. However, if something's not baked in a tana by itself, which means it was first baked in a frying pan and then placed in a tana, that would not be called lechem, and therefore not only would not be able to use the matzah for Pesach, but also there would be a tour from challah. Yosef Rabbi Rabbi Yisrael Chudra Rabbi Zeir Yosef Rabbi Zeir come into Ula. Rabbi Yisrael and Rabbi was sitting in back of Rabbi Zeir, and Rabbi Zeir was sitting in front of Ula. So I'm going to Rabbi Rabbi Zeir. Rabbi said to Rabbi Zeir, "By the name of Ula, please ask Ula the following question: If you stuck the dough on the inside in the frying pan and then you heat it up from the outside, Mao, what would be it in? Amalei, my Amalei, what am I asking him? The I Amalei, if I'm going to ask him, Amalei is going to respond to me. I knew myself because this is exactly the radical case of a frying pan. You have a frying pan, you put something inside it, and then you heat it from outside. That's the regular case of frying pan. It's not like a tanner, and therefore it was based on the machlekes reishlakish and rabbechan. So there's nothing to ask him. On rabbeisah, rabbeisah said to Rabzera, please ask Ula the following question. Hit with them. You stuck a pass or some sort of a dough on the inside on a frying pan. What would happen if the actual fire would be on top of it? So you almost like you're broiling it from on top of the frying pan. So it's not coming. The heat is not coming from the bottom of the pan, but from the top of the pan. Maybe this is considered more like a fear because it's much hotter that way. Amalei who responded, my Amalei. What am I going to ask him? The Aminalei. If I'm going to ask him, Amalei is going to respond to me also. Ravanim. I said, okay, this is the way Ravanim generally makes something with a frying pan. And as Rashi said, called myself this came. This is the way to make the regular frying pan. They don't have a lot of wood of a kachum malafis, and this is the way it cooks up and it bakes much faster. But it still has a dinner myself is, and therefore based on the regular machlokes between Rabbi Yechon and Reish Lakish, as this is mamish myself is, and we will stop over here.